Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for Forsyth Business Radio. And hello and welcome to the debut episode of Forsyth Business Radio. I am your host, Amanda Pierch, and it is with great pleasure that I introduce our guests today, Neil Waters and Lee Wright of U.S. Auto Sales. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you very much for having us. Hi, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. I'm very excited to have you on the debut show. We are seated here at the table together, and this is a platform that just gives information about the great work you and your company are doing in the community. So I'd like to start off with educating our listeners a little bit about your organization and what you do within. And we will start with Neil. Yeah, thanks. So U.S. Auto Sales has been around for 30 years. Coming up next year, where it was, we were founded in 1992. And we have now 36 stores across five states. Um, getting ready to enter into our sixth state in Alabama, but we're in uh, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Florida right now. And it's uh, it's a growing business, and it's an exciting time to be in used car sales. And um, we support and serve uh, communities and consumers that are more uh, sort of credit challenged consumers, uh, maybe have had a rough time in their life, something happened to them and they've, they've kind of come on hard times, but we can help them get into, car, get into a car with financing and a quality, uh, what we call a better vehicle than they might be able to get into otherwise. So we, you know, we, we sell thousands of cars a year and have thousands of happy customers on the books. That's amazing, especially because we're in a time that there's a vehicle shortage. Um, so the fact that you guys are booming and thriving is very exciting. And I feel to, to reference what you did within the organization, I apologize. Neil is the chief marketing officer and Lee is the communication specialist. And I'll let Lee unpack that a little bit for us. Yes, I just started about a month ago at US Auto Sales. I was very attracted to the company because of its growth, because of how it continues to add more and more stores, more and more dealerships to the mantra. We're about to be six states strong next month with a new dealership in Montgomery. And I'm sure there's other cities that are on the horizon in the great state of Alabama. Uh, we just open, we're in the process of finishing up Albany, getting a uh, dealership open in Memphis, Memphis, uh, Nashville, uh, Chattanooga, Johnson City. So Tennessee is becoming very strong. Obviously, the Carolinas is very strong as well. And what I like the fact is they support, this company really does a great job supporting the military. A lot of, a few of our dealerships are in military towns. You're talking Fayetteville, North Carolina, where Fort Bragg and the Pope Air Force is. Uh, Columbus, where Fort Benning is. Augusta has Fort Hood. Jacksonville has the Naval Air Station down there. So we do a great program for our for our men and women in uniform. And, and uh, we depend on them a lot for our sales as well. And you look at our sales sales list, a lot of those dealerships are doing great with the uh, men and women of uniform. This is going to be a bizarre question, but this just, it just came to me as you were sure. saying that. I have lots of friends who served in the military for decades, and when they um, came home, they were kind of displaced as far as what they did translating back into the civilian world. And a lot of them turned to auto sales. Do you find that you also employ a lot of people who were previously in the military? Yes, we do, actually. And uh, so that's a very fair and good question. And um, uh, we actually give our veterans 
those that came out of serving uh, Veterans Day off. So they get they get to take that day off. Anybody, and we used to do a Veterans Day breakfast, but now they're not in the office. They're taking the day yeah. off. So, yeah. Um, so yes, absolutely. We have a, a lot of um, veterans and military personnel that work within our dealerships. Exciting. Thank you for entertaining you're my welcome. curiosity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I do want to congratulate you guys because you're celebrating your 30th year in operation, as you mentioned when we started. Um, and you guys started in Lawrenceville which is right in Gwinnett, uh, back in 1992. What would you guys say um, that sets U.S. auto sales apart from other similar companies? Yes, yeah, so we, um, we, we have some flexible programs that allow people to, uh, we, so I'll back up a little bit, sorry. Um, not only do we sell cars, we also finance the cars. So we're a one-stop shop for consumers. Um, so they don't have to get uh, bank financings elsewhere, bring in a pre-qualified letter from their bank. They can get financing from us um, directly. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, 100% of our deals come with our financing. So I think that's one thing that sets us apart. There there are dealerships that offer that other than U.S. auto sales, but it's 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 not as common as you would think. And so I think that's that's one differentiating factor. Um, otherwise, I think, you know, we were very flexible in the ways that consumers can pay us. So like they don't have to, a lot of times when you make a uh, purchase of this uh, vehicles purchase or house, house purchase, you're making a down payment. Uh, we're flexible with how you make your down payment. You can make it over time. You don't have to make it all at once. So like, That's nice. let's say you, you know that you're going to come into money today, two weeks from now and four weeks from now we can allow you to pay in that way. So I think that's, there's a few things just like that that, that, that differentiate us, set us apart from our comp- competition, and really give consumers flexibility in how they want to do business in terms of their car purchase. So you can kind of tailor um, the purchase to the person's needs. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and because they finance with us, their pay schedule, the way that they pay us is oftentimes matched with how they get paid. Yes. In like their the life. First and the 15th. Exactly. So and so forth. Yep, exactly. So, you know, there's there's some flexibility there and consumers like that. It's all about the consumer. It's all about the consumer. And we fit their needs that they want. And because, as Neil mentioned previously, a lot of the a lot of these consumers, these customers, they have they have issues. They have some troubles with credit. They have some challenges with credit and a lot. They've been through some tough times. And um, we we're just giving them an extra opportunity to to purchase that car they've always wanted or that car that they need to live their to be a part of their daily lives. Right, and continue to get them to their mm-hmm. their career that makes the dollars for the purchase and and the life. Exactly. That's really that's really nice of you, especially today. I can think back to the times. There's only been, I guess, well, two times that I've purchased a car from a dealership. One was a new car, and how you're talking about kind of eliminating that middleman of the lending process. I will never forget how I had to call. You know, I was calling the bank. I was calling. I had to give this to that, and it was just like it was so stressful, and it took hours. hours to do and you guys kind of dissolve that by being the one-stop shop like you said when i bought my first car i went through the same thing it was an all-day deal and i'm like i never want to do that again i never want to go through something like that again make it simple make it quick make it efficient Mm -hmm. efficiency is what we really talk about when we talk about the cars that we sell and to the people we sell because time is our most valuable asset so you're not wasting anybody's time I like it. So do you also purchase used vehicles from people? Or are you only in the business of selling them? Yeah, good good question. Um, 
you mentioned the inventory shortage. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely an inventory shortage. And so uh, anyone looking to sell a car, we'll take it. You know, <laughs> I mean, whether or not, whether we resell it or, or we uh, send it to auction, we'll buy anybody's car. Um, and uh, that's a becoming more and more of a piece of our supply chain is uh, buying cars from public that we can quality cars from public that we can resell. And, and so if anyone's looking to, if you're looking to sell a car, let us know. We'll buy it from you. A lot of the di- a lot of the reasons right now that there's a, such a shortage is we bought a lot of our cars from rental car companies when they reach a certain mileage. But mm-hmm. now because of the shortage, a lot of rental car companies are keeping their cars mm-hmm. a lot longer. It used to be when a car would hit thirty to forty thousand miles, boom, put it out for sale, resale it. Wow. Or put it on retail for resales. Now they're holding their cars till about fifty or sixty thousand miles, simply because they need the vehicles. Absolutely, and that's what's causing this shortage right now in our country when it comes to automobiles. Hmm. That's cool to know the thirty thousand uh, mile mark, because you don't really ever see rental cars with too many miles on it. And then also, that's a fantastic sell for you guys. That's extremely low mileage um, to have on a vehicle for you guys to resell. Yes. Um, I know you guys are activists within the community, and I tip my hat because you guys have a new partnership, a a corporate partnership, excuse me, with the Boys and Girls Club. And I'd like for you guys just to share with our listeners about the great work you're doing with that organization and a little bit more about the partnership. And I'll direct that to you, Lee. Well, we just started this. This is a brand new partnership. It was probably a well, matter of fact. We're bringing, we're announcing it today. Actually, that this is a new today. partnership. Um, we did a uh, we did a. Um, program this summer for a back to school program where we people donate school supplies backpacks um notebook paper pens pencils calculators you name it and had about 1800 backpacks to donate to families and that's what really spearheaded this interest in a corporate partnership and now that we have it on the on the books we're going to do another um year after back year. to school back to school holiday spe- holiday special these next couple of weeks because usually when the kids go back to school in january it's time to replenish the supplies yes. so i mean it means a new backpack a new notebook new notebook paper new pens mm-hmm. new pencils so we're going to have this at all of our dealerships uh holiday back to school back to school drive and i think it's going to be a big success and help a lot of families that are that are in need that do need the help when it comes to sending their kids back to school with a nice fun new backpack because every kid likes to have a new backpack you know to start the year off with let me ask you a question again out of curiosity do you guys are these um things donated just by the community are you working specifically with uh an office depot that's giving you a break on a number of items how do you get the stuff for the backpack? It's more organic. It's it's more uh, customers that might come in that might want to donate. It's our employees uh, contributing and donating. I would imagine that there'll be some outreach to um, friends and family of employees to get donations. Um, you know, we do have a partnership. We do work with uh, we do work with um, um, Staples um, as one of our providers. But uh, the goal really is to have it organically donated by employees mainly and, and their families and friends. And and we're gonna and we're gonna hand the the box of supplies or boxes of supplies 
in many cases, directly to the Boys and Girls Club. It's going to them. Mm -hmm. So as Lee mentioned, we just kicked off this corporate partnership with them. Uh, we just inked the deal a couple weeks ago. And so we feel good that our our very first initiative with them, give back initiative with them is right now. And so over the next couple of weeks, our 36 dealerships will be collecting supplies. We'll be collecting supplies at our Duluth home office. And we'll be uh, delivering those right after the first of the year directly to the Boys and Girls Club. So we're we're hopeful that they're excited that we're participating in the relationship immediately. I'm sure they are. And for those listening out there that would like to make a contribution, what would be the best way that they could participate or maybe donate? Uh, good question. I have not thought about that, but I think <laughs> that the best way would be that they could uh, – we have a – we have a, a, a several dealerships around the Atlanta metro area. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you name it, Marietta, they Lith can visit Lithia Springs. USAutoSales.info to find a, That's right. a dealership near them. They can. Yep. There's a locations page. They can, they can find the, the closest uh, location to them and drop off uh, any of the school supplies that they want. And we'll have uh, donation boxes there and um, we'll, glad, we'll welcome it with open arms at those dealerships. So that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Very mm -hmm. nice. Well, kudos to your um, partnership. I'm sure that they're going to gain a lot and so will you. Speaking of philanthropy, let's just dive in a little bit more. You've got a rich history here, you know, 30 years of operation outside of your new partnership with the Boys and Girls Club. What type of uh, community focus does um, U.S. auto sales have or how do you kind of give back? Yeah, we um, at Lee mentioned the back to school supply drive we had going in September last year. That was kind of the first of uh, big of large scale give back events that we've done across our 36 stores. Other than that, it's more isolated. Uh, we do uh, some some uh, youth sponsorship type events. Um, we have we have um, uh, participated with. Uh, food banks, donations. We've done Toys for Tots type mm -hmm. drives around the holidays. It's been a, a little bit more uh, isolated and ad hoc, but we certainly have a, a, an employee base that really does like to give back to the community and the communities that they serve. So we have people uh, throwing out ideas left and right because they want to give back. And nice. so uh, we felt like this partnership with Boys and Girls would be a way to more uh, formalize uh, a, a more structured give back campaign that we could that we could leverage over the course of a 12 month period. Not that we wouldn't do other things for right. our communities, but um, this helps us really get behind and rally behind one cause that benefits the youth of America and make a greater impact. And if I could add something to that as well, I'll piggyback on what Neil just said, a lot of our employees grew up in the Boys and Girls Club of America. They, they So they're very familiar with the organization and what it has to offer. And it's always that, that time period from 3 to 5 p.m. every day where kids are challenged the most because they get out of school, they go home. A lot of times their parents are working. Still work, yeah. And uh, what can they do? What can they do? Well, that's what the Boys and Girls Club of America is there for. So mm -hmm. a lot of our employees, whether it be in our corporate office or at our dealerships, grew up in that organization. So this is a good chance for them mm -hmm. to get re-familiarized with something they grew up with. Near and dear to their heart. And one of the reasons, yeah, good point, Lee, and one of the reasons that we selected the Boys and Girls Club is because there was such a great overlap with our store footprint. And we felt like we, while we could find a uh, an organization to get affiliated with here in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, we felt like we wanted our store locations to feel part of that and be involved locally too. And so each of our stores has a, co a contact at their local Boys and Girls Club. And that's, that's one of the driving forces behind 
um, partnering with Boys and Girls Club, other than, of, of course, the obvious, the cause that the Boys and Girls Club represents. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It sounds like um, that your organization is is a rich in culture and family, and you guys not only support uh, the outside, but you also support the inside. So it's kind of bred from the inside out, if that makes sense. Um, speaking of sourcing talent, as you're growing, um, where how are you sourcing your talent to kind of keep up with the demand of the dealerships that are popping up? And then beyond that, do you guys have an online auto sales division. I'm sure you do have inside sales. So how are you guys how are you guys finding laborers in this era where nobody's out there working? Well, it is a difficult time and you mentioned the shortage of inventory. I feel like there's a shortage of employee yes. talent too, which is crazy. But um, so we are definitely always hiring, always hiring. We, you know, are, are one of the highest turnover positions that uh, is, is commonplace, not not just in our business, but in most is is uh, sales. And so we are co constantly sourcing for sales associates for to staff our store locations. We feel like the more people we have on staff, the more we can sell. And um, and so uh, we're constantly looking for talent and we you know, we have job boards on our website. We, we leverage uh, LinkedIn, Indeed, you name it. We're look, we're trying to get creative in terms of how we source employees. We offer we now offer a sign on bonus for our sales associates. I mean, there's you have Exciting. to get creative. It's very competitive out there. And you see now hiring signs up left and right all over the place uh, as you're driving around the community. And so. Uh, we we do need good people and um, and I think that you can certainly make a very good living here at US Auto Sales and and our sales associates that have the drive and the hustle um, really like working here and we have to keep up with it because we're opening new stores a lot mm -hmm. I mean like I said Albany's about to open Memphis is about to open next month it's gonna be Montgomery and there's gonna be more after that so we got to keep up with the demand it's it's big time I, I could give you an example of what Neil just said the day I got offered my position um, the HR lady called me and left me a message I tried to call her back and call her back and call her back she had been through I want to say 50 to 60 interviews, interviews. that day wow. alone that tells you how much that we're trying to get full capacity we're trying to be a hundred percent capacity with our employees mm -hmm. and how much we do need help it's Absolutely. out there do you guys use a recruiter or you're you talking about LinkedIn or do you field those sources yourself we do have an internal recruiting team um, but they are busy as Lee just alluded to I mean we you know we're we're hiring technicians for our, our reconditioning facility we're hiring sales associates for our stores we've got a corporate staff and 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 Lee has mentioned a couple times we're adding stores that just means we need to add people and it's so it's there they are busy our mm -hmm. recruiters are busy so um, typically we do most of that in-house I imagine though because you guys um, again going back to the culture when you're looking for these uh, people to fill the roles you want to make sure that they're aligned with your company's vision and that they can perform to your standards that's very important that's very important because I mean you want to all it's all about your company and the when, when it comes to the company it's all about the consumers so it, it's a it's one connected right to another right to another to the other you're right now um, Neil you had mentioned you were with the company for how long I've been here five and a half years five now and a half years. Yep. and then you've just joined the team I just joined okay, I'm in I just finished my first month so yes it's do you have uh, a background in auto no I do not well kind of I worked in the, in the rental car business for a little while as a transport driver so I'm kind of familiar with what they would do and how they buy their cars because like I said they buy a lot of their U.S. Auto buys a lot of its cars from uh, rental dealership rental, dealers, re yeah. rental, rental car companies mm -hmm. when the cars reach a certain mileage so just go scoop them up 
go scoop them up and they're ready to go. And what about you? Did you have a background in marketing prior to your role? Yes, I joined from a, a provider to the automotive dealer. So I was in B2B. So the dealerships were my customers. I worked for a, a company in Indianapolis that provided uh, automotive financing to dealers. Hmm. So it's called floor planning. It's an industry term. Um, it basically, it's a line of credit that dealers use to buy cars. And, and U.S. Auto uh, is very familiar with that. Right. And, you know, and, and it's uh, so I worked for uh, 12 years and my last several years there was a uh, uh, head of marketing for that organization. So automotive, not new to me, but be to the consumer B2C, marketing yeah. world. Yes. Mm -hmm. New to me in over the past five and a half years, at least. So uh, did you so move to Georgia for this role? I did. Wow. Yep, That's I did. Exciting. Yeah. So I moved from Indianapolis and I love the South. I love Georgia. My family loves it here. And and it's it's yeah, it's all good. My background mainly is, you. yeah, my background mainly is in communications, public relations, and media relations. Um, yes, I was a sports information director at the intercollegiate athletic level for about 14 years. Uh, my last two jobs after that were in the nonprofit sector with Special mm -hmm. Olympics Georgia and the American Cancer Society, a fantastic organization. So this is, new, I'm new to the corporate world, mm -hmm. but I'm getting my feet wet rather fast. Well, I knew the minute you jumped on the mic that you had experience on the microphone before. So that makes sense being that you're in the, the media sector. Mm -hmm. um, I also work closely with the American Cancer Society as well. Every October, we host what we call the Pink Out, and we support the real men that wear pink of Atlanta. I'm and very familiar with that program, yes. yes. So we'll have to talk more about that sometime. Definitely, definitely, yes. So throughout your roles, uh, I'm just curious, again, with your growth, do you guys have maybe a task force or are you guys, do you have to go to the new locations and help ramp up the teams or do you have people um, in those areas for that? How does the kind of launch process look yeah, as you grow? It's, it's pretty complex. That's a fair question. Um, and I'm, I'm very involved in scouting for new properties. Um, uh, found that found the Nashville property, found our Memphis property. So I, I personally am on the road looking for dealership locations that make sense for us. Um, and it's not just the city, it's where in the city and what road and what's available. So yeah, that, that process can be lengthy. Um, sometimes there's nothing available. Sometimes there's lots available and you've got options. And so uh, I'm involved in scouting for the properties. And then, uh, yes, you mentioned task force. We do have a new store task force mm -hmm. and a playbook. Um, so we have developed this playbook over the past five and a half years since I've joined and we have a task force with, with um, subject matter experts from different parts of the organization that help us get the stores open. So from IT is critical, our facilities team, marketing once the store gets close to open, launching campaigns such as you know some radio campaigns, mm -hmm. uh, paid search, you name it. We're trying to drive leads into that dealership as soon as it opens. And uh, it's funny you ask, we just really been through this um, very fresh in my mind with Nashville. Nashville, our Nashville store, uh, just opened yesterday. Wow. Um, and so we have been, the task force has been busy. We've mm -hmm. been constant communicate. Communication is the key on that. So it's letting people know where we are with certain steps in the playbook at, a, at any given point so that, because that somebody else is relying on you to know when your piece is done, what's next. I have to do this once I know this is done. And so it's pretty complex opening new stores, but it feels good when it's when it, when they're open, when they're done. Um, we we we, we tend to sometimes have like a uh, you know a mini grand opening event in yeah. in these markets. So I've 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 hosted several of those over the years, and um, it is a lot of fun. The stores and the employees get super excited when we when we add stores. 
and it's uh, it's really a fun part of U.S. auto sales. And it's a great way to engage the community, too, because when they see all the balloons and the ribbons, they're like, hey, you know, what's going on? You can get them in, get them on the lot, give them some food and get some collect some cards or some leads, like you said. Yep. Food is always a driver. Definitely. Lee, as the uh, communication specialist, are you responsible for kind of driving attention to these um, openings? I want to do a lot more of that, yes. I mean, I I definitely want to get the name out there. If we open a new, like next month, we're going to open a new store in Montgomery. I want to get with the Montgomery media down there. Let them know, hey, this is a new, this is the first store we have in the state of Alabama. It's here in the capital city of Montgomery. Maybe uh, we're going to try and get radio to be there or something mm-hmm. like that maybe a live feed or whatever yeah, whatever might be possible uh get the montgomery advertiser newspaper in their business section to really promote this and mm-hmm. get it going that hey new car business new uh used car business coming to montgomery we think it's going to be a great success and then also again it would help people that might be seeking employment they would understand that hey you know what i have a little bit of an interest or some experience in that world and mm-hmm. this is coming to my town and they can connect with you as well most definitely Another bizarre question. It's the third one for the show. I've been keeping count. All right, this one's for you, Lee. Okay, Lee. I'll try. (laughs) Um, When you mentioned um, that you have to find properties or find dealerships, do you guys acquire other dealerships, like maybe a failing dealership, you know, that lot and maybe some of their cars and you rebrand it? Or do you like seek physical um, real estate to build from the ground up or a combination of the two? I think we do find a lot of former dealerships. Neil would know a lot more about this, but I think a lot of our recent uh, properties that we've opened were former car dealerships or were on l- former car dealership lots. So it's kind of like like we refurbish our cars and get them back out. We're refurbishing these dealerships uh-huh. and putting the, and making it look brand new again. Right. Like why reinvent the wheel? They've already right, got yes. the pave. They've got the service center, you know, so on and so forth. The building's forth. already there. We don't have to build a new building. The building's already there. We just got to... Spruce it up, mm-hmm. give it some tender brand loving it. care, brand it, and make it look like it's ours. There, the reason I asked is there's so many like empty or dead looking car dealerships. Why would anybody build another one when they could just acquire that one? Makes yep. sense. Makes yep. a lot of sense. That is really my target when I'm when I'm in a market. I really want to try and find a dealer, a former dealership. If you know, it gets a little bit more complicated when you're trying to convert, um, I don't know, some kind of other retail establishment into a dealership. Mm-hmm. All uh, cities have different you know, permitting processes, zoning, you name it, use usage uh, opportunities. And so the former dealership route really has seemed to work for us. Uh, We do not acquire existing dealers as part of our uh, growth strategy. We're not in the we're not in the um, M&A mode, but um, we do we do, as Lee said, look for um, former dealerships to spruce up. Nice. Well, you guys, I've, I've talked your ear off with all these bizarre questions, and, and we've already eaten up 30 minutes. You guys were wow. worried earlier that we might not get through that. I want to give you both the opportunity to share anything that I might have missed or overlooked about your organization or personally um, with our listeners before we end the show today. And I'll parlay to you, Mr. Lee. Well, I say get involved with this uh, back to holiday back to school drive that we got going with Boys and Girls Club of America. Our new corporate partnership is off and running, and we are excited about it and what we can do as a company for that organization. Uh, we look to help the kids in every way possible as they get ready to go back to school, replenishing those supplies and making it making it a lot easier on the families when it comes to this time of year uh, when they go back to school in early January. So yeah. we're excited about this corporate partnership. We are excited about uh, 
what we can do for Boys and Girls Club of America as to what they can do for us as mm-hmm. well. So something we've been looking for for a long time. We've got it, and now it's uh, the ball's rolling on it. It's rolling, making an impact. Yeah, and I would echo those comments about boys and girls. We're, we're, you know, that's top of mind for us. We think it's something that will resonate not only with our customer base, but also with our employees and the community that we serve. So super excited about the opportunity to partner with, with the Boys and Girls Club of America. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm personally excited to be part of U.S. Auto Sales and its growth story. It's been an exciting five and a half years for me. It's been not a dull moment. I've learned along the way. I've met a lot of great people and uh, really excited to uh, continue my, uh, my, my career story in the automotive sector. It's, it's a really fun place to work and be. And, you know, I'd encourage anybody that's looking to thinking about automotive to to make that leap it's it's a fun place to work and you know i just kind of want to wish everybody a happy holiday happy holidays happy holidays to everybody <laughs> out there make it a safe one too well i can tell you guys are both passionate about what you do and your organization so i look forward to checking back in with you guys and and exploring some of the growth that you guys mentioned and seeing where we are maybe in a couple years or even six months that yeah, sounds great. If sounds anybody great. wanted to get in touch with you or learn more about purchasing a vehicle or maybe filling a role within your organization, how could they do that? Yeah, I would say our website's probably the driver, as most people, most companies would say today. It's uh, uh, US Autos, uh, usautosales.info. Almost messed that one up. Um, and Or you can find us on Facebook. Um, each of our stores have a Facebook page. And so find us in, in any of those locations. And I'm looking forward yeah. to connecting with you. And you guys Google, um, again, www.usautosales.info .info. to find the dealership nearest you. So you can take a look at some of their awesome used vehicles when you can't find anywhere else in the world. And so you can make a donation to the Boys and Girls Club. Gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the debut episode. Again, um, Neil Waters here and Lee Wright. And they've been so kind to bear with me in all my uh, bizarre turns through the conversation. If you guys want to stay connected with us on social media, you can find us at Forsyth Radio X. And again, I am Amanda Pierch, and you've been listening to Forsyth Business Radio. 